That's a live recording from 1985 at a jazz festival in the south of Italy. We're hearing a piece by the composer and pianist Muhal Richard Abrams. I love that music. I think the opening is so fantastic. It's arresting, even, the bass solo there. That's the kind of piece that I don't think a composer would ever write. You're not going to hear that kind of pattern in the bass written down on paper. It's the kind of thing that an improviser would do, somebody who knows his instrument inside and out. And that's exactly what we're hearing, a combination of improvisation and composition, something that Abrams was well known for. Muhal Richard Abrams is one of the founding members and a driving force behind the Association for the Advancement of Creative Musicians, an organization in Chicago that is celebrating its 50th anniversary. Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bosted. I'm going to be featuring the AACM on the program today in high time, too, I think, that I got around to it because it's an incredible organization. 50 years is quite a milestone. They've been on my radar for a long time. When I first moved to Chicago, all the way back in 1995, they were one of the first organizations that I heard about and some of the long-ago clubs on the south side of Chicago, like the Velvet Lounge. I used to go down there and hear some of the musicians from the AACM. So it's so great to have them on the program today. Again, I think 50 years is a magnificent achievement. And when you look at the musicians who are part of it or who have been part of it over the years, from Muhal Richard Abrams, who we heard at the top of the program, Jody Christian, Anthony Braxton, Jack DeJohnet. I mean, if you know your jazz, these are practically household names. It's really pretty incredible. And there are a lot of younger composers and performers in the AACM who are doing very well, too, like Nicole Mitchell and Tamika Reed, whose music we'll hear a little bit later in the program. On the program today, I'm going to feature music by some of the seminal members of the AACM, but I'm going to frame all of this in a somewhat unusual way, and that's within the context of a brand new opera by a longtime AACM member, George Lewis. The opera is called Afterward, and it is a history of the AACM. In fact, the libretto, which is by the composer also, is from his book, A Power Stronger Than Itself, A History of the AACM. So what an interesting way to detail this great organization. George Lewis is a trombonist, he's a composer, he's a prolific author, he is an educator. Right now he holds the position of Chair of Composition at Columbia University in New York City. He's a past winner of the so-called MacArthur Genius Grant. And again, he's a longtime member of the AACM. I had a chance to catch up with him in his office at Columbia University and ask him about the genesis of this project. You know, a lot of people have read this book, as it turns out, somehow, unbelievably, and um, one of them was the current director of the Frankie Institute for the Humanities at the University of Chicago, whose name is uh, James Chandler. So Jim mentioned he thought he, he had just been to that. Don't you, they have like a humanities festival in Chicago, right? It's big. So he had just been to one of, the, one of the presentations, and he said, well, you know, I was just thinking about your book. It'd make a great theater piece. I said, are you kidding? It's an academic book. How can you do that, you know? And then, so that... I didn't. I wasn't skeptical. I just thought, well, let me think about that. And around the time I was thinking about it, um, my old friend and former student, uh, the composer and director Sean Griffin, got in touch. I told him what Jim had said, and I said, "What do you think of this?" And I sent him the last chapter. The last chapter of the book is called "Afterward." It, it departs from the rest. It's not. It's not scholarly. It's creative. I'm. I'm orchestrating a basically. Um, taking all the themes that came up, or as many of them as I could, in the various interviews I conducted, and bringing them to a point, and really composing a virtual ACM meeting. So they liked that. 
<laughs> and somehow that became a touchstone for what would become the libretto. Now, you know, I do a lot of writing, but it's academic writing. I don't do creative writing. So I found that a lot of my work over the past few years, nonetheless, has involved ethnographic uh, practices or methods even. So, I, so over the years, there's been a, I find the texts. And so you're more like a curator, or in a way, if you want to update it, it's like being a kind of DJ or a TJ, a text jockey. <laughs> you know, you, you, uh, you, you, you collate the text, you figure out what works, and then the issue then is to try to figure out how to musicalize it in some ways, to orchestrate around it, and to find the bits that really matter emotionally. That's George Lewis, a composer and a longtime and very important member of the AACM. And he's talking about the genesis of the project afterward, an opera about the AACM and really forming the bulk of my show today, paying homage to this great organization that is celebrating its 50th anniversary. Again, the AACM got started on the south side of Chicago 50 years ago, but it has made an impact all around the world. I don't think that's an overstatement to say at all. In fact, Afterward has been premiered in New York and England and in Chicago so far, but I believe there are other performances planned from there. Let's hear some of this opera. We're going to actually hear the live performance from Chicago. This was the Chicago premiere. The opera is structured in two acts, so let's play a little bit of the beginning of Act One, which is comprised of seven vignettes. What I decided to do was to play a little bit of Down South and up north. These are the first two scenes of Act One of the opera, and I think it really sets the stage. This is addressing the conditions that were happening in the country, but also in music generally that led to the creation of the AACM. So it seems like a great place to start our listening of this piece by George Lewis. The live performance that we're going to hear features David Fulmer leading the International Contemporary Ensemble, and our singers are Julian Terrell Otis, Gwendolyn Brown, and Joelle Lamar. Cool. 
That's music by George Lewis from his opera Afterward. This opera tells the story of the Association for the Advancement of Creative Musicians, which just celebrated its 50th anniversary. And the libretto actually comes from his book, A Power Stronger Than Itself, about the AACM. We're hearing a live performance from the Museum of Contemporary Art in Chicago. David Fulmer led musicians from the International Contemporary Ensemble, and our singers were Julian Terrell Otis, Gwendolyn Brown, and Joelle Lamar. I'm telling the story of the AACM on today's program and using George's opera afterward as a kind of framing device for the program, but I feel I'd be remiss in my duty if I didn't feature some of the other members of this great organization as well. And so I'm going to play a piece now by Henry Threadgill, who is a founding member of the AACM. And as it happens, he recently won the Pulitzer Prize, which usually goes to classical composers. So I think it's a great thing that the Pulitzer Prize is expanding its horizons a little bit and has given it to Henry Threadgill for his piece, In for a Penny, In for a Pound. I'm going to play part of one movement. It's called Uno Epic for Guitar, although we will hear all of the members of his quintet, Zoid, which I think is a very interesting name for a musical organization as well. A Zoid refers to a cell within an organism that has independence, independent movement apart from the organism. Kind of an interesting idea. You can see why it would be appealing to a member of this great organization, the AACM. Here is Zoid to perform part of Uno Epic for Guitar by Henry Threadgill.
an excerpt of a piece called Uno Epic for Guitar by Henry Threadgill. This is the final movement of his piece, In for a Penny, In for a Pound. I should say of his Pulitzer Prize winning piece. The Pulitzer Prize was recently awarded to Henry Threadgill for this music. And we heard his quintet, Zoid, performing. Henry Threadgill is one of the founding members of the Association for the Advancement of Creative Musicians. I'm celebrating the history of the AACM, this incredibly significant organization in Chicago, but again, it's had such an impact throughout the world. Its members have gone on to do some really incredible things, not least George Lewis himself, who is my guest on the program today, and I'm framing my homage to the AACM within the context of his opera afterward. One scene in the opera is especially effective, and this is a meeting between two of the founding members of the AACM that takes place in a cemetery, which is not the setting that this meeting took place in in real life, and George calls it the hoodoo moment. What does that mean? Uh, the hoodoo moment is um, the cemetery scene, in which, uh, which was actually described by uh, Kilan of Phil Koran as being somehow he met Muhal, Richard Abrams, and Steve McCall in the cemetery, in the Oak, Oakwood Cemetery, you know, which is on the south side. And, and they started talking about what they could do to, uh, you know, to ameliorate the situation, the situation of musicians in Chicago. And so they decided at that point to call a meeting. Well, it, it sort of happened like that. It sort of didn't. But it makes for better theater. I mean, meeting in a cemetery, it's all very spooky. And suddenly, oh, Richard! <laughs> so a lot of what is being said, I'm not making this up. This came from the interviews. And that's where we, that's the centerpiece of the entire act, which is they, they figure out that they really do want to make an organization. That's George Lewis talking about a key moment in his opera, the part that we're just about to hear, the hoodoo moment, as he calls it, a meeting between two of the founders of the AACM. In this place, the meeting has been transposed to a cemetery. 
Let's have a listen. Here is International Contemporary Ensemble again, led by David Fulmer. And we're going to hear the singers Julian Terrell Otis, Gwendolyn Brown, and Joelle Lamar. A fantastical meeting between two of the movers and shakers of the AACM, again performed live at the Museum of Contemporary Art in Chicago. Place to be. 
haven't seen each other in a long time. <laughs> I've been thinking. You are always thinking. Right by the end, we can't play. Don't talk about that The music was overwhelming, like stepping into paradise. music from a scene in the opera afterward that takes place in a cemetery. In this scene, two of the founding members of the AACM, the Association for the Advancement of Creative Musicians, are talking about what's on their minds, this pivotal moment in the organization's history. The music is by George Lewis. It's from his opera afterward. 
takes place about halfway through the first act. Afterward, again, is a musical depiction of the history of the AACM, this great organization that is celebrating 50 years. Musicians were the International Contemporary Ensemble, led by David Fulmer, and we heard vocalists Julian Terrell Otis, Gwendolyn Brown, and Joelle Lamar. We're hearing a live performance from the Chicago premiere at the Museum of Contemporary Art. I open the program today with music of Muhal Richard Abrams, who is one of the composers depicted in that scene in the cemetery, a founding member of the AACM. I want to feature some music now by Nicole Mitchell, who is a flutist who, like so many members of the AACM, is fond of improvising, blending improvisation with composition. I had a chance actually to hear a piece that she wrote for flute and orchestra a couple of years ago, and I was stunned by the wide range of influences. This is a composer who seems to be listening to everything, yet she has her own singular voice and vision, not least because she generally plays, whether it's with her own ensemble, the Black Earth Ensemble, or in this case, with a different orchestra. She's able to blend her own improvisations into the composition, so it always sounds like it's her voice, and yet you hear so many things. I think it's also indicative of the AACM in general, that its members listen to so many different kinds of music and seamlessly synthesize them into their own styles. The piece I want to play is from a large multi-movement suite that's called Africa Rising. The piece is Intergalactic Healing. We're going to hear Nicole here performing with her Black Earth Ensemble. Thank you. 
That's music by composer and flutist Nicole Mitchell, and we heard her performing with her ensemble, Black Earth Ensemble. She is a member of the AACM, the Association for the Advancement of Creative Musicians. So many of their members are composers and performers. It's not unusual at all to hear them performing their own music and improvising within the context of the shapes and forms that they've created as composers. It's kind of unusual to have such a large organization comprised of composer-performers improvising composers, and I think it's part of the legacy of the AACM, which is celebrating its 50th anniversary. You're listening to Relevant Tones, a show featuring the music of contemporary composers. Today, I'm celebrating the 50th anniversary of the Association for the Advancement of Creative Musicians, an organization that began in Chicago but has since made an impact worldwide. To subscribe to our podcast or for streaming versions of this and all previous episodes, you can visit relevanttones.com. I'm celebrating the 50th anniversary of the Association for the Advancement of Creative Musicians on the program today. I'm featuring them mostly through the framework of a new opera called Afterward that is based on a book called A Power Greater Than Itself, The History of the AACM. This is by composer, author, trombonist, educator, George Lewis, who I've been lucky enough to be able to speak with about the project Afterward. I was curious about a lot of things, but most particularly this idea of writing an opera about so many great musicians. How is someone like George Lewis going to write with his own voice, but reference these great musicians? I didn't see a future in trying to represent anyone other than myself. Well, you know, that's what we do in the ASM. We represent ourselves. And our strength comes from everyone supporting all the other representations. So I can't, you know, it's absurd for me to think I'm going to, here's the Henry Threadgill session, and I'm going to, you know, make some fake Henry Threadgill. That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> but some people thought it was a great, it was a, uh, you know, what is it, a missed opportunity. Yeah, that was nonsense. Um, the second thing is I decided these days, most of the music I make, I, when I write music on paper for people, I don't include improvisation in it. Um, and that was just a decision that's uh, just, it's just part of my practice now. So it was an easy one to just say, well, I don't see a place for it, you know. Although at the premiere in Chicago, we had segments outside the frame of the score, uh, which I, we designed to dovetail with the score. And that's one thing that you can do when you have people of the caliber of Douglas Ewart and uh, Coco Elisis, uh, you know, Ann Ward, Kari B, if you have these people improvising, they can improvise something and you can tell them, well, here's what's coming next. And they can just slot it right in. <laughs> and they can do it over and over and it'll be completely different every time. So, that's, so that was it. But in in, in all the other performances, it's just the written music. That's George Lewis talking about the decision not to try and write in the styles of, who knows, 70-some-odd different musicians, which, of course, I, I agree with him. That would have been a really difficult thing to pull off and real jarring for the listener, I think, to say the least. And, of course, like he said, that's what the AACM does. They celebrate individual creativity. So I think he absolutely made the right decision. He's talking, too, about how they incorporated improvisation in the Chicago premiere, which, as it happens, is the version of the opera that we're featuring on the program today. I think this is put to best effect in the second interlude from Act Two. So let's have a listen to this now. We're going to hear it in its entirety. Here are musicians from the International Contemporary Ensemble, again led by David Fulmer. And we're going to hear some guest members from the AACM in speaking roles. Music of George Lewis from Afterward. 
are here for change. Original. Fundamental. Originality. Beginning. Direct source. Genesis. Primary. Chicago, Fat Rack, yeah. 
favorite sections of Afterward, this opera by George Lewis, celebrating the 50th anniversary of the Association for the Advancement of Creative Musicians. This is the second interlude, and it's a part of the opera, or at least this version of it, that really only exists in this Chicago premiere, where you have members of the AACM who are from Chicago in these speaking roles. If you attend a performance of the opera elsewhere, you won't hear that, that improvisatory element of the opera. So we're very happy to have it on the program today. We heard members of the International Contemporary Ensemble led by David Fulmer. We're in many of the names of the members of the AACM over the years, and so I chose to play it because, again, it's unique to this performance, but also because I think it represents what the organization is all about. We have just a little bit of time left in the program, so I want to play music now by one of the younger members of the AACM. This is Tomika Reed, whose music I first came into contact with on a film score, a film celebrating a Chicago art movement from the 1960s and 70s called The Harry Who, a movement that's getting a lot of traction now. But I was struck by her music, and I want to play a piece now called Supernova. We'll hear as much as we can here at the end of the program. Here is Tomika Reed performing her music with her quartet. Tones has been produced by Sarah Zwinkless and is made possible by the generous support of the Aaron Copeland Fund for Music and the listener supporters of WFMT. This project is supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts, Art Works. I'm Seth Bosted, and this is the WFMT Radio Network Chicago. <laughs> <laughs>